Welcome to the next 23. If you are new, this is where I share all of the adventures of navigating a new life as a single 40-something after 23 years of marriage. The good and the scary, the weird and the ridiculous. There is no plan. God knows there is no strategy or roadmap for this podcast or the next half of my life. I'm just diving in, breath held, fingers crossed, and no expectations. As Brene Brown said, courage is to tell the story of who you are with your whole heart. These are my stories. Hi, friends. Welcome back to The Next 23. So this week, a couple things have been going on that are seemingly completely unrelated, but things that I've learned about this week are really kind of tying in this idea of divorce, the end of my marriage, how you know when your marriage is over, who deserves to be happy, all of that. So today I want to talk about what concussions and plumbing problems have to do with each other and how they have taught me some interesting life lessons this week. So first of all, my daughter earlier this week got a concussion during her lacrosse practice. She's on the high school varsity lacrosse team. And during practice on Monday afternoon, she got hit in the head with the shaft of another girl's stick. Completely, a total complete accident, but nonetheless, it happened. And so on Tuesday, we went to the doctor, went to the trainer and determined, yes, she indeed had a concussion. During the same time frame, I had to call a plumber because because there have been some plumbing issues in my bathroom that have been building up for a while. And I was thinking I might have some plumbing issues and then things seemed to settle and, and be fine. So I didn't really worry about it. And then some other things happened and Finally, on Monday, it just, there was just no question and a plumber needed to be called. So when I was talking with the trainer about my daughter's concussion, she made a a comment, concussions are like being pregnant. You either are or you aren't. You either have one or you don't. There's not such a thing as mild concussion or serious concussion there are mild symptoms and serious symptoms, but if you have a concussion, you have a concussion. And what I realized is that's the same thing with plumbing issues. You either have plumbing issues or you don't. The symptoms of your plumbing issues can be mild to severe and anywhere in between. So that is something that I realized. I was like, wow, these two things are actually kind of related. And The other way that they're related is that whether it's a concussion or whether it's plumbing issues, you have to take care of them in very specific ways. And you also probably need help determining or diagnosing what they are. So, and if you don't address the issue or take care of yourself when you have a concussion, then it just gets worse. So, in the state of Georgia, there is a I'm guessing it's a law. There's a protocol for high school athletes when they get concussions and they have to follow a five-step process where every single day they have to meet with 
the trainer and the trainer has to walk them through a series of tests, if you will, to see if their concussion is healing. And if they pass that test on that day, then the next day they go to the next stage. If they don't pass it, then they have to, the next day, redo that. And so in Georgia, it's a five-stage process. I have no idea if that's a national standard, a world standard, or just Georgia. I have no idea. But at minimum, she cannot play lacrosse for five days. It might be more depending on how she heals and all of that. She also has to do other things, you know, stay off her devices. She needs to not be in bright, direct sun, uh, take it easy, that kind of thing. So thankfully my daughter's symptoms were mild for her concussion. With regard to my plumbing issues, my lovely plumber was in the beginning telling me all the things that might be the issues with my pipes and all the things he was going to have to do. So let's just call it his protocol, right? The steps that he was going to have to take to determine what was going on and the severity of it. And he also went through all the pricing before he actually did anything. Oof, you guys, plumbing is no joke. It is expensive. I'm not going to lie. Thankfully, I didn't have major severe issues. I had plumbing problems, but not severe plumbing, plumbing problems, but it was still crazy expensive, like in the thousands. It was insane. So bottom line is had plumbing problems. Thankfully, they weren't severe. My daughter has a concussion. Thankfully, her symptoms are mild. But either way, we've had to address both issues. We've had to figure out and diagnose the problem. And we've had to take steps to solve or heal from the said diagnosis or problem. And it's all fine. It's all fixable. It's all solvable. It's all fine. It just, we have to address it and we have to do things and we have to adjust our life this week. I had to adjust our budget. (laughs) You know, my daughter had to adjust her, her lacrosse play plus her school. But I started thinking about it in terms of also all the people that are still continuing to reach out to me and sharing their stories about their marriages. And I was thinking, is marriage the same as a concussion or plumbing problem in that you either have a hard marriage or you don't? And then within that answer, there are levels of hard. And I think that while it might not be exact one for one for you either have a hard marriage or you have a happy marriage, because I think it is determined based on where you are in your marriage and what's going on in life and how long you've been married and each person within the marriage. But I definitely think that all marriages have levels to how hard they can be at times, how much joy and happiness you have within the marriage and what the severity is as far as determining if your marriage is something that's going to last or if it's one that has an expiration date like mine. And I think that if you refuse to pay attention, if you refuse to do the scary, brave, hard work of diagnosing your marriage because you either don't want to know because you're not willing to face the truth 
because maybe you do know in your heart, but the solve for where you are in your marriage and what you know in your heart is something that is really, really scary. What I do know is you can't just bury your head and ignore it because if you do not diagnose the problem inside your marriage, if you do not really look at what's going on and get help, get professional help or help from friends or help from somebody, and by help, I mean, it can be a marriage therapist, which I highly recommend. It can be talking to your friends. It can be reading books listening to podcasts. It can be Googling things. It can be anything that works for you. But if you refuse to get help, then your shit's going to back up is all I can say. <laughs> that is the, that's the best way I can, I can say it. And once that happens, that is a hard, hard thing or very expensive thing or challenging thing or complicated thing to fix or to adjust or to recover from. And I think that the longer I was married, while my ex-husband and I, we we did bring in the experts, we did seek out therapy, we did try really hard and we did the hard work. Because we did all that hard work, while we stayed in it longer than we probably should have, it made the resolution of our marriage something that could be amicable and it made it not as severe as it could have been. I feel like if there are things inside your marriage that you've done or your partner's done that makes it irreversible, then you need to make those hard decisions. If there are things that have happened inside your marriage that at one point you thought could be irreversible, I do recommend talking it out and really sitting down with your with your spouse and, and, and then really sitting down with yourself to be honest about how you feel and how you feel about it. Not how you think you should feel, not how you think the world is telling you to feel or expectations of friends or family or people around you in your community, because there's no right answer for what you do inside your marriage. There's only what's right for you and what's right for your partner. So don't ignore issues that are coming up. If you, if you know that your partner has cheated on you or is lying to you or is closed off or is not communicating with you or whatever it is, or if you're doing that inside your marriage, don't ignore it and don't pretend like it's not happening because that is just going to cause major, major problems down the road that make it so much harder then it actually needs and has to be. If those kind of things aren't the problem, but you just know that this person you're married to now isn't the person you would choose to be married to because you both have changed, because life has changed you, because you just don't love each other anymore, as in my case, don't ignore that either. Like don't don't just sit on that because life is so much better when you face your problems. Life is so much better when you can heal properly and your symptoms and your pain doesn't go from mild to severe just because you've ignored it and you've not done the work. Life is so much less complicated when you don't ignore the clogs in your marriage and the things that are 
stopping that communication and that flow of feelings and you just don't ignore it so that things get really, really shitty and get really costly. And I don't mean just money-wise like as in my plumber, but costly emotionally and costly from a time perspective and costly from an energy perspective. And if you ignore what's going on in your marriage and sweep it under the rug and don't take those steps to fix your life, and by fix your life, I mean to really work hard to get to happiness and get to joy, whatever that looks like inside your life and inside your marriage. If you don't work hard at that, and if you just ignore all the problems and the trouble, For whatever reason, even if you feel like they're justified, again, go back to episode 25 if you want to know my story about that. Because seriously, guys, no judgment. I did that. I did that for a very long time. I ignored what was going on inside my marriage for the sake of my kids. And that didn't serve me well. It didn't serve my ex well. It didn't serve my kids well. And there's a million reasons to ignore the problems inside a marriage. But I'm telling you from experience... And from being this far out from my divorce, that ignoring your problem, ignoring the symptoms, not getting help only makes things go from mild to severe. And if you ignore it for too long, then sometimes it's impossible to recover from. And sometimes if you ignore it and you don't do the work to try and fix it, whatever that means. So Let's say you have issues in your marriage, but you desperately love this person and you want to stay in your marriage, then do the hard work to fix it so that you both can stay in that marriage and create a new marriage that serves you both really well and that makes you both happy inside that marriage. If you do that work and you still come to the realization that the marriage is over, then you will also know that you will have no regrets because you will know that you have done everything possible to make it work. And if it still doesn't at the end of the day, then that is, that's a really, really good feeling. Again, no regrets is such a good feeling. So there's a lot of thoughts here. There's a lot of things that have been going around in my head since episode 25 of this podcast. And all of you lovely people who have reached out and and talked to me about your stories. And then also with the concussion and the plumber this week. And it just, it's just really hit hard that, you know, just like I would never, ever have ignored my daughter's concussion. And we immediately went to the doctor, we went to the trainer, we got the diagnosis and we immediately started doing all of the right and good things to help her recover. That's what I hope you can do with your marriage, if your marriage is struggling, if you're in a hard place within your marriage, if you have been ignoring it for a while and you're kind of in the middle of it and things are getting harder, you know what? It's never, ever too late to address it. And that that was my plumbing issue. I had ignored it for a bit because I felt like it was getting better. Things seemed to be okay. Then they weren't really, but then you know, I worked on it with a plunger and then used some Drano, which by the way, professional tip, didn't know it. Don't ever use Drano. That's bad in your sinks. That's really bad. Apparently said my professional plumber. So you're welcome on that tip, but 
if you've been working hard and trying to put band-aids over the problem and trying to fix it and trying to solve it, but things just keep getting worse and not moving forward, then it's never too late to call a plumber. It's never too late to call a therapist. It's never too late to sit down with your partner and have those hard conversations because ultimately it might be expensive again, emotionally. It might be expensive financially for sure. It will definitely be hard, but in the end, it will be so, so worth it because just like in my daughter's case, she's going to go and do the hard work and do the right things to heal so that she can play lacrosse again, hopefully in five days, maybe a little bit longer, but she will play again. I paid the money. I brought in the experts and my plumbing is working like a charm. And now I don't have that pressure or that stress of my shower backing up or my sinks backing up or even worse things that I'm not going to address here. And also with my marriage, I am finally happy. I am happy and living my very best life right now and have this hope for my future that my life will be even better. And it's all because I didn't ignore what was happening. And my ex-husband and I did the hard work. And even though it was six years past when we probably should have, we didn't let that stop us from starting. And we we said, you know what, we know we're kind of late here, but you're never too late to start living your best life. So I hope and I wish and I want for all of you guys to start living your best life today, no matter what that looks like. Probably from a marriage perspective, my guess is it looks like having hard conversations. My hope would be that you're in a great marriage and it may just be a little dull or boring right now. So you just need to kind of rev it up. And that is the easy part and can be fun. So if that's where you are and you're listening to this, don't hesitate to start that. If you are super struggling in your marriage and you don't know what to do, my advice is to sit down with your partner and just have that conversation, have that first hard conversation, have that most honest and real conversation that you've been avoiding with your partner about how you truly feel inside the marriage and in your life and in your life together, because that's the only way that you can take that first next hard step towards happiness. Love you guys. Thank you for listening to the next 23 with me, Kelly Taylor. I'll be sharing my stories each week and would love for you to come back. If you feel this time makes your day better in some way. If it does, and you do, please like it and let me know. If it doesn't, that's okay too. You don't have to tell me. I won't mind. It's fine.